Romans chapter 1. Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God, which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for this day that you have given us together with believers, like-minded people, just to take a moment from the hectic thing called life and just be focused on that you are real, that you are alive, that the tomb is empty today. Lord, I pray right now that any distraction that the enemy may have for us, I pray that it will not prosper, and I pray that this word takes root in the hearts and the lives of hungry people. Let it be like fire shut up in their bones today. And we give you all honor and all glory and praise. And the church said amen. Amen and amen. Jesus Christ is without a doubt the most intriguing figure in all of history. If you look through a history book and you see great world leaders and, and kings and presidents and people who've done amazing things with their life for, for the world, for our nation, Jesus is still the most intriguing figure in all of history. He's the centerpiece of our faith. He, he's the centerpiece uh, to everything in history. And you may say, how, how can you make such a big statement as that? That's a big statement to say Jesus is the greatest. And to that, I would ask you, what, what, is, what year are we in? It is year 2022. That is 2,022 years after what? After Christ made himself known. See, even the calendar had to shift when Jesus Christ came to earth. Amen? When Jesus Christ came, comes, everything has to move. Something has got to happen. And the Bible says that Jesus was God and he was man. It's Sometimes it's hard for us to understand. He wasn't 50-50, but he was 100-100. And one day heaven poured itself out and God came to this place called earth in a bodily form. And the word says that this flesh, as I just read to you, was from the seed of David. David was Israel's most beloved king. We know him uh, as, as we read his words in the book of Psalms, and he teaches us how to worship. And this bodily form, this, this human being, Jesus, on earth was part of his lineage. But this word that I also read to you today in Romans goes to say that not only was he a, the son of man, but he was the son of God. And to us and to a lot of people, it can, it can seem a little weird. How, how can you be both? I can understand his lineage of David. I can understand because there's stories about him that was written and, and, and we can hear the stories and see the things that he has done. But now you're trying to tell me that he's also the son of God. I hear you, but, but I'm not sure I can, I can believe with you on this. So as we try to process this mystery in life, 
life, how he is, uh, how he is man and how he is God. Sometimes we start to talk ourselves through it like, like I know he must be the son of God because he was a great teacher. We, we, we see his words in the gospel and he was full of so many insightful moments and full of wisdom like love one another as I have loved you and I am the way and I am the truth and the life. And, and so, so he, he, it must be because he was a great teacher. But, but as we begin to process this, we know many people that are great teachers and theologians. So that, that can't be the only thing that makes him the son of God. And, well, he was a prophet, the word says. He would prophesy, and we would see these things come to pass. It would, they would come into fruition in front of people's eyes. Well, many call Muhammad a prophet, so it can't be just that that makes him the son of God. Well, we know about his miracles. We, we've seen him and heard of him heal people. Well, if you remember, there have been other people in the Bible that would lay their hands on people and begin to pray. If you remember, even in the Old Testament, there were miracles happening, happening before Jesus. Moses threw down his rod, and it became like a miracle. But then they turned around, and Pharaoh's magicians did the same too. So it's not necessarily the miracles that make him the Son of God. So how did this happen? His dad was just a carpenter. His parents were not even married uh, when Mary became pregnant. How crazy is it that someone like that in, a, in an environment like that, like Jesus, could raise up and begin to teach about a thing called a kingdom and multitudes start following him? Well, it must be because he was just a great leader. But as you and I know, there are some great leaders in even in our nation, that, that, that are not even of the faith. So it's not that he was just a good teacher. It was not that he was just a prophet. It was not that he was just a good leader. If these, if these things are not what makes him the son of God, what factual evidence do we, you and I, the church, believers, doubters, what evidence is there that you and I can believe 100% sure that this Jesus is the son of God? What, what, what is it about Jesus that I am willing to risk my eternity on who is he and how did how did this happen I mean I can believe he's a good teacher I can believe in the miracles but how can I believe that this Jesus is the son of God for the next couple of minutes let me walk you through the Bible really quickly because whenever we are whenever we are looking through scripture this all began in the garden of Eden it was called Eden because it was a perfect place it was literally like heaven on earth and God was there and he made Adam and he made Eve. It was perfect. And God gave Adam dominion over everything. God told Adam, you can do whatever you want to. Everything is yours. You can even name the animals, but there's one thing you cannot do. Do not eat from this tree. And if you know the story, Adam and Eve come along and what do they do? They are tempted by that one thing. It was like that one reason cup that was there. Some of you probably already been in your kid's basket. That was a nervous laugh. I heard it. 
It was the one thing that he said, do not eat. And they fell and they ate from the tree. And in that moment, evil and sin, they, they were made known here on earth. And we see Adam and we see Eve walking out of what was perfect, what was the perfect season. And they're looking back at what could have been and what should have been. And time kept marching on. This man named Noah comes and he could not fix the evil in the world. Abraham comes and he could not fix the issues of life. Moses came, Joshua comes, and they were and they were leading, but they could not lead out of the sin. Kings would come and kings would go, and they still were not the ultimate solution. They were they were they were making sacrifices on the altar. The blood of animals was being shed on the altar. Why? Because sin demanded that blood be shed before it could be removed. And even throughout the Old Testament, we see this occurring and it was like sacrifices were just holding off the wrath of God, but nothing was removing the real weight of the sin. And we see the people, even as they are wandering through in the wilderness in the Old Testament, we see the people start longing for the day when the weight and the and the and the and the guilt of their sins could be removed. They were longing for a peace like has never been found ever since the Garden of Eden. And God is witnessing this chaos on earth as He begins to search throughout heaven, looking for a redemption plan. He searched throughout every nook and cranny of heaven. He went in every corner. He looked through every angel and he's trying to find what can save the earth. What is the best redemption plan? And he's looking and looking and then Gabriel catches his eye. Gabriel, you know, the, 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 the angel known as the worshiping angel and all of his majesty. But the Lord keeps looking because he was not fit for it. And he keeps looking. And then there was Michael, the archangel, with his large sword on his side and although his majesty was great and he knew how to fight and war with the enemy, God kept looking because he was not it. God continues to search all throughout heaven and in Revelation we see him ask the question, is there anyone that can even open the scroll? Is there anyone here in heaven? Until finally he looks at his very right hand and there is his son named Jesus Christ sitting beside him and Jesus looks at his father and says I will go I'm the one that can set the captive free it is me and if God looked to Jesus to end the issues of life now guess what now you and I we should be looking to Jesus to end the issues of our life amen if God looked to Jesus we here on earth need to look to Jesus today we need to stop looking to a president to fix him we need to stop looking for leaders to fix it. But how many of you know we need to look to Jesus today? Jesus is the only answer. God's son now is coming to earth. Surely this would be a prestigious moment. Surely there would be dignitaries there to greet him. 
Surely there would be beautiful garments, crowns, and pageantry. But no, instead, he was born to a virgin who had lived for nine months hearing gossipers label her as she walked through the marketplace, born in a trough with strips of cloth wrapped around him. He had no, he had no glitz and glamour on. And only animals and a few men came to see this man that was called the king of the world. And he came into this earth in such a low manner. Why? Because he wanted you to understand. Because he wanted to send the message to you, to us today, that he may be the God on high, but he is willing to reach way down low for you. He wanted He wanted to send the message. He wanted you, us to understand that he knows where you are. He knows where you've been. And there is never nothing ever, ever too low that he cannot reach. Amen. There is no sin too great that he cannot cover. Amen. There is nothing too bad that his blood cannot wash away this morning. Amen. And the day that God made that announcement, he wanted us to know that he will reach down into the lowest place to bring us up to the high places with him in heaven. And as he began to grow and mature, people started following him. Even at the age of 12, the Bible says that he was sitting with scholars and theologians. There were accounts after that of Jesus opening up the blinded eyes. One time he even spoke to the wind and the wind had to stop blowing. One day some 5,000 men, that's not counting the women and children that were there, were hungry and he took a little boy's lunch and he multiplied it. And what did he do? He fed thousands with just a little lunch. The word said the miracles continued. He turned water into wine. He walked on the water. One day he spoke to a tree and it died. Then he turns around and speaks inside of the tomb and says, Lazarus, come forth. And the dead body had to come leaping out. Why? Because he is the son of God. And he had the power of life and death in his very tongue. His ministry was so short. It was so great, yet so short. Around three years, he knew his time had come. He gathered his disciples. Knowing that it was near, he looked at Peter and said, Peter, brother, I love you but guess what you're going to disown me at the dinner table he warned that someone there would betray him Judas touching the bread he runs out of the room and for 30 pieces of silver a good friend of Jesus Christ sold out the son of God the prince of peace and kissed him on the cheek and at the kiss of the cheek the soldiers took Jesus to the whipping post and with whips they beat his body they beat his body his bare back on the whipping post they whipped him like an old dog they put a crown of thorns on his brow and the blood began to flow down his brow they put a cross on his his freshly uh, flesh that was ripped open from being beaten. He climbed up this hill of Golgotha. He was nailed on the cross in his hands and his feet. His body is starting to shut down. His body is in torment. His muscles can no longer hold his body up. And all of a sudden, his lungs can no longer expand to create the breath that he needs just to live. How can this 
be the son of God. If he was the son of God, surely he could save himself. And now the angels that have been singing holy, holy, holy for all of eternity, now they are watching from heaven, uh, watching this atrocity, and they are waiting for the father himself to release them and say, go get him, release him from this torture. And when they, they think that he's almost there, but finally God holds out his hand and says, stop, no, you don't understand. This is the one. He is about to finish the work. This is what the world needs. And Jesus cries out, why have you forsaken me? And now the earth has rejected him. And now heaven has too. Earth will not look at him. God turns his head on his son. And now he is all alone and he's bearing the burden of our sin. And he cries out, it is finished. And the word said that he gave up the ghost and he died. This king that was born in a barn, taken down from the cross, doesn't even have his own tomb. There's no way this man is a God. They put him in a borrowed tomb and all hope had been lost. How could it be? How could it be that the Son of God is dead? Hell was having a party. Hell laughed at the very fact. And Satan is having a flashback to the day where it all started in the Garden of Eden when man fell and redemption was needed and he realized that he's just ruined the plan of God and now the one enemy that Satan had here on earth was now gone forever and hell was rejoicing hell was having a party but Satan, Satan started to get nervous he was feeling a little uneasy because now the very creator of fear, now the creator of fear is starting to feel fear himself, now the one that created the fear in you started to feel fear in himself because he recalled Jesus saying, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up again. And while the celebration in hell had reached a climax like no other, guess what? Day three was turning on the calendar. The day three was falling on the calendar. The Lord was flipping the page to day three and the environment in hell and the environment in heaven and the environment on earth started to shift in this very verse that I just read Matthew 28 it said everything started moving everything started shifting and while there was a shift on earth in heaven just because the ultimate it was just because the ultimate party crasher there had ruined the very party that was going on that day in hell and the word that I read said behold there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and he sat down on the stone. I want to bring good news to you today. 
I want to bring good news to the church. I want to bring good news to those who are lost. I want to bring good news to anyone who's watching online who can hear the truth today. You may have had an atrocity of a year. This may be the darkest season of your life. But just like this word, God is here. And he can sit down on the very thing that has had, that has had you bound, that has had you held back. God can sit down down on the thing that has held you back from victory. I don't know about you, but I am believing. I saw it first service. People got set free, and I'm believing that the same spirit is here today, and he can sit down on anything. He can sit down on your marriage and rest and bring peace. He can sit down on your family and bring peace. He can sit down on your job and make it turn around. He can sit down on life wherever you are. I don't know about you but I believe today that God can even sit down on a nation and turn it around back to him today all of a sudden everything started to shift in that moment the party in hell ended and Jesus got up and he put one foot on death and the other foot on the grave it said his countenance was like like lightning and his clothing is white as snow and the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men but the angel answered and said to the women get this women Marys do not be afraid for I know that you seek Jesus that was crucified I know you came to seek the son of man I know you're looking for the preacher I know you're looking for the one that can teach. I know you know about his miracles. I know you understand his voice. He said, but ladies, you came to see a man, but that man is no longer here because he is the son of man. And so many times in the church, the church, we can be like Mary's where we are looking to the son of man to fix things whenever we need to be like here and look to the son of God. Man cannot fix things in your life. You've looked to the wrong people. We put too much faith in Washington. We put too much faith in a Congress. And the Lord in this hour is calling the church saying, don't be looking for son of men. You need to find the son of the living God. He said, he, the son of man is not here. But let me show you why he is the son of God. The next verse said, he's the son of God. Why? Because he is not here. He is risen. He is alive. You've got to understand this today. That when he was on the cross, it, he said, it is finished. Tetelestai. He said the transaction was complete. He began to write a letter to Satan that day. And let me tell you, on the third day, that letter was delivered to the very pit of hell. Let me tell you what that letter said. It said, dear death, where is your sting? Dear grave, where is your victory? And he wrote on it, love always the son of the most high God. Would you stand with me this morning? We're going to sing this out today. And I want you to sing this out over your life. Come on. He has never lost. Come on, we're going to sing it out today. Who are you, great mountain? You 
this year this may this he may erect your life this week you may have been in the darkest season of your life but I bring good news to you today the Lord is here and he wants to wreck Satan's plans today for you he's here to transform what you thought was over he's here to redeem what you thought was lost forever how do I know this this man was the son of God because death could not handle him and the grave could not hold him back. On the cross, he said, it is finished. I'm not finished. It's finished. I'm not finished, Satan, but it is finished. Satan, I'm not finished because I'm just getting started. But it is finished. The plan of demise of human beings, it is over. He said, I just gave them the key to hell, death, and the grave. I just gave them the key to victory. And it's through my blood today. If you're here today, you say, you know what? I've got something in my life that I need the Lord to sit down on. It is like a stone has been rolled between you and victory. It's like a, it's, it's like a stone has been rolled between you and your spouse. It's like, a, it's like a stone is between you and your child. And you're saying, Lord, this is the darkest season of my life. How can I get victory in this moment? Lord, I need you just to sit down on this stone. If you're here today, you say, Lord. I need help today. I need you to roll this thing away. Would you just raise up your hand? I want to pray for you today. I see you. I see you. I see you. Anybody else? I want to pray. I see you up top. Anybody else? I see you. I see you. Lord, I pray over every hand that is raised. Church, help me pray. I pray over every hand that's being raised today, oh God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that right now, oh God, Lord, that you sit down on the lives of your people. Because whenever you sit down, you've not quit, but you've sat down because there's no more work to do. Why? Because it is finished. Lord, I am praying right now that that stone on that marriage be removed. I am praying that that anxiety and depression leave that lady's mind right now. Lord, I am praying, Lord, Lord, that those suicidal thoughts that keep wrecking that person's brain, Lord, I declare right now that the plan of the enemy shall not prosper against the church of the most high God but right now you are rolling stuff away you are moving stuff you are shifting stuff right now right now oh Lord 